You're listening to The Thrive Podcast, where every week we dive into a practical, tactical tip to bring you from a life of simply surviving to thriving. It's personal development for the everyday girl who is done with coasting through her days, done with feeling like she's missing out on the deeper meaning of her own life, and done with mediocrity once and for all. Because it's not enough to simply survive, you deserve to thrive. Friends, we need to have a talk. We need to have a talk about the B word. No, not that B word, the other B word, balance. Balance is like the B word of the 21st century. And if I had a nickel every time I heard someone swear the key to success or the key to happiness lies somewhere at the end of the rainbow called balance, well, I'd have a lot of nickels, that's for sure. If there's one thing I can say with 100% certainty that I typically don't have, it's balance, or at least a true sense of it. When you are a naturally ambitious person with a case of way too many things on your plate at any given moment, it's the biggest B word in the book, balance. Google defines it as One, an even distribution of weight enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady. Two, a condition in which different elements are equal or in the correct proportions. Three, as a verb, to keep or put something in a steady position so that it does not fall. Or four, to offset or compare the value of one thing with another. I've heard many an entrepreneur tout its benefits. I've seen many super successful folks say it's how they stay sane or get more done. But here's the thing. I don't believe in balance, namely because it doesn't exist. Here's the deal, friends. I heard it said best once upon a time on a blog somewhere on the internet and the author hit the nail so far on the head It split straight through the wood of my soul. (laughs) She said, balance is a code name for that dirty word, perfection. Let me say that again for the folks in the back. Balance is a code name for that dirty word, perfection. I mean, whoa, my skin is already crawling. She's right on the money, isn't she? Every article and its mother online paints this completely impractical and like literally nearly fantastical picture of balance. We think of balance as this achievable feat that starts with 6 a.m. wake up for a devotional and coffee before the kids are off to school, followed by a productive day of building your budding empire of a business, which just hit a new revenue goal, go you! Coming home to whip up something pioneer woman worthy right in time for your honey's arrival home. Your kindergartner is in bed by 8 and you're unplugged from technology and focused on us time by 8.30 for a romantic movie in bed kind of wind down. Heck, you might even squeeze in a face mask because pores are important and hashtag self-care. L-O friggin' L, am I right? I can't even tell you how many times I have written out the perfect to-do list for the day, packed with all the things, for it to come crashing and burning down by 10 a.m. because I simply cannot control all of the variables in this thing called life. And then instead of being a balanced Brittany, I am over here being a panicking Priscilla, freaking the freak out that everything is already quote, off schedule (laughs) and falling to bits and I didn't even make it to a mid-morning snack. The problem, the perfect to-do list doesn't exist. 
nor does the perfect day or the perfect balance or the perfect anything. Balance by nature is perfect. It's a perfect tightrope walk or the scale will fall. And we wonder why we feel such pressure and anxiety all the frickin' time whenever we're trying to maintain this perfected act. Because it's not only hard, it's impossible. Balance is a unicorn. A unicorn! It's all nice and cute to talk about and we all want it. And it's the cool thing to have or think you have. But in reality, balance just doesn't freaking exist. If my toddler hears this, Olivia, I am so sorry, honey, but unicorns aren't real. (laughs) A balancing act, on the other hand, now that is so very real. It's so very real, as real as musical theater, because it's all an act. Going through the actions and motions in an attempt to hit this momentary place of equilibrium is a real journey and a real struggle that we face every single day as we attempt to balance everything from family to friends, work to play, vegetables to ice cream, water to wine. In the end, it's all an act. Because I don't know if I have ever met a single person in the history of ever who could honestly say that he or she had it all figured out and that their life was totally balanced out fairly, evenly, and equally where weight was equally distributed across all important things, or where different elements are in the correct proportions as Google instructs. We've got to embrace the balancing act of life if we ever hope to achieve some semblance of sanity, and if we ever hope to be legitimately stress and anxiety free without a constant worry that we're giving too much or too little to one thing or another. Embrace the balancing act. Sometimes certain things basically demand more attention and time, so balance may not necessarily be about the amount of time spent. It's also about balancing your spirit and achieving that spiritual balance that brings you peace and clarity. And it's about balancing your mind and your heart, achieving mental balance that brings you relaxation and the ability to stop the spinning of to-dos and thoughts from turning in your brain 24-7. The idea of balance may change weekly, daily, even hourly, and we just have to be flexible enough to go with the flow of it. One week, you might work much more than you play. One day might be spent entirely relaxing with friends instead of productivity first, party time second. One hour might be cheese curls and gossip girl, while the next is a protein shake and yoga. And maybe you'll mix yoga all together and you'll opt for a night on the couch with your main squeezes, Ben and Jerry. And you know what? It's totally okay. As F. Scott Fitzgerald hit square on the head, too much of anything is bad, but too much champagne is just right. Some things in life make for a good occasional overindulgence. The key is recognizing which of those things are worth it for you and not looking back with the slightest bit of regret when you treat yourself to some quality R&R over extra hours at the office. Embrace the balancing act. Know that balance is not this place beyond golden gates that you reach and get to hang out in forever once you're there. And Google is smart. Balance. To keep or put something in a steady position so that it does not fall. That's what it says. So enter the balancing act. Even Google knows that we don't all have our ish totally together where the pieces of the pie charts of our lives are proportioned out perfectly. 
really at the end of the day sometimes it's about juggling it all in a way so that it does not fall so that we don't lose pieces of our puzzles along the way because balance is fleeting balance is a unicorn but it's also a butterfly a gentle fleeting butterfly if you hold on too tight it's suffocated and lost it only exists to be enjoyed temporarily while it's there and then it goes away chances are you are never gonna feel totally like you have your shit together excuse my french but it's too true to tone down balance is an act and balance needs to be acted out time and time again to get it and keep it and enjoy it repeatedly google says that balance means everything has to be in correct proportions but i think the caveat there is correct proportions for you at that given moment given all the other things going on in life give yourself grace Know that a seeming lack of balance right now, in this moment, does not mean your whole life isn't balanced. And even if your whole life is out of whack and unbalanced, it doesn't mean you can't get yourself balanced with a few painless tweaks. So I've said it before, and I'll say it again, and I'll keep saying it until I am blue in the face and a billionaire, balance is a unicorn. The hard truth is that balance is not always possible, point blank period. Sometimes it is physically, mentally, emotionally, maybe all three impossible to have all ducks in a row swimming straight and forward and fast all at the same time. It just ain't gonna happen. So while you have it, embrace it. Enjoy it. And when you don't have it, embrace the balancing act along the way. I also like to think that the goal isn't or really shouldn't be to actually balance, well, anything. I think we have to strive to unbalance the scales a bit more, actually. Balance implies that all things are somehow receiving equal weight. But that, by nature, in this thing called real life, is impossible. Unless someone's got cloning down pat, we cannot physically be doing multiple things at the same time. We can't even be thinking about multiple things at the same time, or we are scientifically proven to be less productive. So doing? I mean, nada. We need to unbalance the scale. Let some things be more important in some moments than others. It's unpractical and illogical to think that we can make it happen for all things all the time. At any given moment, we are balancing all of the different buckets in our life. Job, relationship, faith, chores, kids, friends, self. For a mom to be fully focused on her kids, she cannot also be fully focused on reconciling the family finances. For a business owner to be fully focused on prepping her next launch, she cannot also be writing the daily company blog or catching up on the phone with her girlfriend. If one thing takes, another gives. It's the balancing act or unbalance of life. Sometimes life happens. Shit happens. On any given day, your perfectly balanced scale could be balancing away and an imaginary screaming toddler, or heck, a very real screaming toddler like my own, <laughs> could come barreling through the room, smacking that scale to kingdom come. Attention is needed elsewhere, balance is lost, and all you're left with is a cup of coffee that is A, cold, and B, probably all over your shirt. <laughs> People get sick, accidents happen, spouses fight, businesses struggle. When the unexpected hits, so too does the reality that balance is but a mystical glittery unicorn that passes by in our dreams.
Trying to plan a balanced life is like trying to plan the perfect life, free from curveballs, which just, I don't know, ain't how this game of life works. And the problem isn't, I think, just in the fact that we are biologically incapable of multitasking efficiently. I mean, don't get me wrong, if someone could swear by multitasking, it would be me. But I would be fooling myself because science swears that I can't do it. The problem is in this societal pressure to be balanced, aka be perfect, have it all together. Because if and when you do, the gears will magically click and voila, peace and harmony will exist, if only for a moment. And then the moment is gone and you have to do it all over again. Y'all, balance is exhausting. Unbalanced though, unbalanced breeds discipline. By being unbalanced and by acknowledging our unbalance, we are forced to actually prioritize our lives. We're forced to say, you know what? This takes precedence right now and that takes precedence next and it is all a-okay. Unbalance breeds contentment, which is kind of ironic since we are led to think that this whole balance lie is what brings about joy. But no siree, in fact, balance brings about dissatisfaction since it is, once again, impossible to truly grasp and or impossible to maintain. Unbalance, and more so the acceptance of our unbalanced lives as beautiful, allows us to come closer to feelings of contentment in our everyday life instead of constantly thinking or worrying or wondering about how we can or should or might be adding or subtracting to get to some acceptable level of balanced zen. Unbalance breeds freedom. Say bye-bye to those feelings of being attached by a lead thread to your planner, because if one thing falls off course, the scale will break. Instead, welcome an unbalanced scale with open arms, because hey, that's real life, yo! And with that comes the freedom to unabashedly and unashamedly give some things more time than others, just because in that moment, that's what's needed most. Instead of making your goal to have balance this week, I want to challenge you to try something different. Make your goal to have priorities this week. Because if your life is anything like mine, not everything is going to have equal weight or equal attention unless you've got a team of sidekicks helping you. Write down everything that is demanding your attention this week. Your kids, your work, your partner, your faith, your own self, and taking care of it. If you've got something big or especially important or relevant happening, note that. Because that matters and that obviously impacts what gets more attention in the moment. Like if your kids are starting school or virtual learning, or if you've got a huge presentation for your job, or if your partner has surgery and you're in charge of holding down the fort and keeping the house clean and functioning. Now, rank them day by day. Each day, start by looking at your list and analyzing it, ordering it with what requires the most attention first. Because it's not realistic to say or think that it's going to get the same attention. It just requires the necessary attention. The goal isn't balance. The goal is peace. And peace doesn't require perfection. It requires the acceptance of the imperfections and the acknowledgement of the beauty in it all. Wait, before you go, 
If you like what you just listened to, drop us five stars on iTunes. Make sure you're subscribed to never miss an episode of Thrive. And if you're on Instagram, snap a screenshot and share to your story with what episode you're tuning into and tag me at Erica Legenza with what part resonated with you the most. That way I can see what's helping you and your friends can pick up a helpful tidbit too. Thanks for tuning in. It's your time to thrive.